This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. not as easy as it seems preschool all right elaborate well you gotta get all those shapes have you seen the video <laughs> of the girl programmer with the no. shapes and it's got a, she got a yes. bucket with a lid on it and yes and takes the lid off and throws the shapes on into the bucket and puts the lid back on it's brilliant what is that what, not what you're talking about? Not even remotely what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. We're talking about something different. What There's are you talking about? Video. There's this great video, and it's a, it's typically memed like with different programming ideas or whatever, but it's this little baby, and she has one of those Fisher-Price like things where you have to put the shape in the corresponding hole. Right. And sh she keeps trying to put the circle into the square or something like that, right? And you can just see eventually she becomes furious. She grabs the lid, pulls it off, throws the circle into the bucket, and puts the lid back on. <laughs> it's, okay. it's great. It's a very similar concept then, which is so funny that that is outside of my experience. Okay. It's, it's an adult female programmer who's like kind of pretending that she's like on a call or something doing a demonstration of some software. And mm -hmm. she she goes, okay, so you're the, you're the user, and so you're going to pick up the square, and where does that go? That's right, the square hole. And somebody puts the block in the square hole, and then, yeah. it, then it turns out that every single shape in the bucket can go through the square hole because they <laughs> have maximum dimensions that don't exceed. So she's like, all right, and that's a rectangle, so where does that go? And she goes, yep, the rectangle hole. Hold on one moment. Hold on, turn that side. Okay, you put it in the square hole. Okay, have you have you seen this? <laughs> Yes, I have. Okay. That one's very good as well. Yeah, that that video is endlessly useful as a meme, as far as I'm concerned. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up because it's great. Um, but no, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Oh, keeping a fish alive, Hunter. I don't <laughs> want to put too fine a point on it. Why would you put a point on your fish? But I am Joe's Crab Shack in New Orleans on Mardi Gras with all the shrimp I'm killing over here. That's awesome, dude. I'm I'm a mass murderer. You think it's so simple. You look at a, a lake and you're like, that water is disgusting. And the mm. fish still survive? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Let me go give these fish some clean water from my kitchen. I would drink this water. You can live yeah. in it. Kills them immediately. I don't Losers. it's just it's so confusing, Hunter. So anyhow. I, I have since learned a lot about water. I know more about yeah. water quality than I ever thought I would. Uh, I feel like I feel like a real fish whisperer. Can you like go back to your fish tank and just dip in a cup and suck it down, or will that hurt you? You what, what are the consequences? You absolutely can. Um, let me let me say physics r physics wise, no consequences yeah. whatsoever. It's uh, it's Great. a fluid. It's not too viscous, and uh -oh. it'll it'll go down just like you had planned. 
Now, health-wise, <laughs> I cannot say. There there are things that have grown in the tank, Hunter. Yeah? I I truly Googled aquatic spider web earlier yeah. today because <laughs> I thought I might have... I have so much white stringy non... Do you know, remember Sheila from Lord of the Rings? Yes. I thought yes. she might be living in one of my submerged logs. I mean, okay, it is just, that's... it is obscene. But yeah. the good news is that it seems that it's non-toxic, her sting, and that my, my remaining fish, both of them are in- incredibly safe. I think this is really just your way of getting revenge. Getting revenge? Jamie, getting revenge on what? I'm not a vengeful person. Shellfish allergy. Oh, actually, that's a great point. (laughs) And you doxed me, you filthy computer. Now people know how to kill my brother. You know what? You know what? Yeah, that's actually true. Remember when Antifa was like, we were they were chatting about us online and we like in their encrypted apps. If they had known that I had a shellfish allergy. That'd, been That'd have been way easier. And now you just told them all, Jamie. Oops. Jamie, how many gigabytes of RAM are you currently running with? Did you think? Uh, you know. Take a guess. The limit does not exist. Oh. The li- I wouldn't the, say excuse me. I've the never what? Heard, <laughs> I never heard of the limit either. I assume it's a type of lemur. Uh maybe it's are harder than fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. true. Here's here's the deal. Whatever whatever ah. RAM you're running at, I'm taking a stick out of your mainframe. Oh. Your mother hor- motherboard will have a gaping hole in it. Okay. Bad Jamie. Wow. Darn right, bad Jamie. All, all right. right. Um, but anyhow, the fish. Like I'm hoping they come back. I also learned something new that that they'll ship you fish in the mail, Hunter. Oh, really? Have you ever gotten mailed a fish? <laughs> no. And it's it, not th- like a headless one from a mob boss? Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. to. to I have some on the way. And okay. they ship next day, UPS next day air, which is incredibly exciting to me. That's crazy. Yeah. The United they- States Coastal Service. Oh, okay. So the... The Coast Guard is getting this done. No, she tried That's... to make a Postal Service joke. I'm going to v- vomit. I can't believe this is the kind of content we're releasing now. Give it, give it back the stick of RAM so that it can make good jokes. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna plug it in to a extension cord and yeah. leave it in a bucket of water. Actually, I'm going to leave it in the aquarium. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like I don't know how long it will last. What's, you know, how long does this this nylon protection degrade? You never we'll can see. tell. No. 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 <sighs> um if Sheila is in the tank, is it a water spider? Uh can't say. Actually, okay. no one knows Hunter for sure because Sheila is fictional. But oh, that's also I forgot about that. It's like Schrodinger and Sheila Sheepdinger. Sheepdinger? <laughs> Sheepdinger spider both that exists can't, and can't doesn't exist good. currently in a box that I own that has clear walls and lots of plants. Okay. I fair, will tell you some fair. good news. I do have a plant growing, which has been hey. enlightening. It's a beautiful thing to behold if you've never beheld it. 
Yeah, that's that's great. Um, yeah. My wife has killed every plant we've ever purchased. So, I believe that. Know. I do believe yeah. that. The hydrangeas actually live, but not half of them. So I think like half of them living is good enough. We're going to stop there and call it a day. So. Yeah, call, definitely call it a day. Speaking of calling it, let's yeah. call this. Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us on this bullet train cascading information into your ears at a rate that you didn't think possible that's right it's the only show that's left carl pooling a show where the points don't matter and everything's made up and i reverse that so it's not infringement of anybody's copyright pretty sure that's nice. how copyright works where the copyrights don't matter and the patents are made up i'm loving it mm 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 that's creepier that way. I see why they did it the the first way. The first way is a lot better. Uh, yeah, no that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Your way for everything else. For everything that's else, actually works. <laughs> actually works. That kind of actually it's a very similar feel. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where pleasure is a shopping. No, Uh-oh. that's. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Carpoli, it's a show about big ideas, philosophy, art, religion, culture, etc. Ad nauseum, addendum, errata. Thank you for joining us. We've got a great show today, kind of more conversational, but we want to talk about uh, the dregs of society and how disgusting they are. But we'll get into that in short order. Hunter, mm. please, as is my right... Deliver to me the roadkill that thou hast been hunting in my holy forest, Sherwood. Yeah. CNN, colon. Daylight savings time is racist. This is an actual article from CNN. Daylight savings time Hold on, Hunter. Let me try and open up my mind so wide that my brain (laughs) is removable. One moment, (laughs) please. I have to do... Idiot yoga. And I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Isn't that just called yoga? How right you are. Yes. Oh, so daylight saving time sheds light on lack of sleep's disproportionate impact in communities of color. CNN reports. All right. I don't know. I don't know who they asked for this article. Like, I don't know who you interview. Um. But yeah, what the know, heck it, do they mean disproportionate <laughs> impact? How do they explain? I, I didn't read it because I wanted to live. Pull it um, up. Pull up okay. the article, Hunter. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna control F this nonsense. We. What do you want to know? I want to know. I want them to defend that point. I want to know what the defense is that. Daylight savings time has a disproportionate... Because here's my initial uh, my initial assumption. The time is the same time everywhere, you morons. Second assumption, rich people, which in America are, are people that typically aren't, aren't black, on average, okay, I'm not Joe Biden right now, but the, the richer you are in general, the more appliances you have that you have to go and change each individual clock on it's so annoying so i would say just seeing as there's basically no input or 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 no effect of daylight savings time at all 
it probably is slightly worse for the rich people. That's my assumption. So he, here's poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. That's that's exactly correct, Biden. Thank you for joining us today. Um, here's the deal. Growing evidence shows that lack of sleep and sleep disorders, such as obstructive sleep apnea, remain more prevalent in black, Asian, and Hispanic or Latino communities. And these inequities can have long-term detrimental implications for physical health, even raising the risk of chronic diseases. Meanwhile, daylight savings enacted in the U.S. to reduce electricity usage by extending daylight hours has long been controversial in the United States. So one thing, just to point out, is the environmentalists and those who wish to protect uh, minorities are going to go head-to-head on this one. So that that's important to keep in mind. Um, but, you know, it's like, well, what do we do? Do we use the electricity less, or do we let the poor people sleep, you know, and stop... stop- How? <laughs> Why are you blaming... It, it's just a dumb thing that we do because Benjamin Franklin wrote the Farmer's Almanac or whatever. I don't care. Why in the world would you lay a sleep disorder? It's one hour. At the, why, why is that the fault of daylight savings time? Why? And, and also, what... How, how in the world do you get from there to racism? How... Who did a study that was like, oh, yeah, you know, brown people have a real hard time sleeping. Even so, sometimes the swarthy yellow ones. What right. What are you talking about? Here's the thrust of the article. Daylight saving time is associated with increased risk of sleep loss, circadian misalignment, and adverse health consequences. And essentially, poor sleep is associated with a host of poor health outcomes, including obesity, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and certain cancers. Are you really claiming to me that black women are fat because they have to change the clock? (laughs) Is that what this article is telling me? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. That is the the argument of this article. The most trusted name in news. Yeah. The most trusted name in news. One of the things that's really great about that article is all the news that is reported in Dude, it. Dude, democracy dies in darkness, but you know what else? Fat black women happen in darkness, okay? Come on, man. Shoot from the shoulder. We got to get... Look, they can't... How in the world are they going to have time to go to the gym if they constantly have to be resetting the clock on the microwave? Where they're just heating up Tostino's pizza pockets over and over and over again. You think Listen. they just do it while they were there, but no, they have to make a special trip. What are let I'm telling you, if if black people and brown people were as incompetent and frankly retarded as CNN thinks they are, then I I it would almost be okay to be racist. If if they were actually that impo- cuz you would have to you would have to be like, right. well, you, we got to get the lemmings. We got to go make sure that they're okay because right. you know, they can't read too good and also they'll follow each other off of a cliff. So, let's not have them do anything complicated like change the time on their 2001 Chevy Tahoe that is, you know, from from a drug bust repossessed by one hour because otherwise they're going to be late to a adju- like I, I it's impossible to <laughs> write that article and not be the most racist person on planet earth it is yeah like that david duke would write that well you know we he would just have a different uh, yes. a different takeaway it's like 
we right. should we should continue to move the clocks around an hour because that way black people will die because they're so ignorant that changing the hour on the clock by one will cause them to grow fat and die. Like, yep, you're exactly <laughs> right. That's crazy yep. crap. I'm it, it, having an aneurysm. <laughs> I mean, this to simply state what you just said, it's the bigotry of low expectations, right? And the funny it's thing about that is, pe- thinking that black people don't know how to use the microwave. <laughs> this is well, crazy. It is. Listen. Oh my God! Listen. I'm living in cloud world. <laughs> what is happening? I don't think there's. I don't really think I need to make a point. I don't know if there's anything to say. I, I feel. I feel like. Constantly, as our culture just decides to just go as hard as it can into that heat death of the universe, this is just more arguments that you know what? Maybe it's not a bad thing. I you feel know, like we my had a brain good- is floating in an aquarium in a simulation somewhere, and somebody's <laughs> peeing in the box. Like I, I <laughs> don't understand how you. And this person, this smarmy white <laughs> went home, wrote this article, and went home and <laughs> thinks like, man, I really saved them today. Those poor, ignorant black people. I really helped. Can you imagine? It was just yesterday when people were thinking it was okay that sometimes they had to change the clock. But no... Not now, not that I, white saviorist, came in riding upon my steed yes. to rescue them from the the oppression of time. And I don't oh, mean Lord. time is that everybody is, is plummeting towards their inevitable doom faster since I'm taking oxygen away from useful things like thinking. But no, I mean having to change the number that we use to represent it. Mm. Oh my God. I have blood pouring out of my ears and my nose. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is well. the most infuriating road kill you've ever had. <laughs> I'm so happy I could provide you with something both entertaining and murderous. Oh, it crap. seems to be my one him. purpose. Can you hear him? Oh, I can hear me. Shoot. Um, hold on. Oh, it's cut. Hey. No, no Hunter, it's okay. It was because I was so furious I unplugged my headphones. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. That's 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 gold right there. That, you didn't stop recording, beautiful. did you? No, no, no. We're good. This is all in now. This is the show. Wait, wait. You didn't stop recording, did you? No, no. I didn't. Okay, I, we're, I, we'll I, just I, keep it live because I, I'm just so... F- <laughs> I literally freaked out and accidentally unplugged my headphones. All this right. is complete chaos. Oh, well, thanks. Um, well, guys, that's Carl pulling. Thanks for joining us <laughs> Jamie, today. Can you edit out the part where I called that smarmy white <laughs> to smarmy white? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Honey, tell so us the happy. name of whoever wrote the article. Yeah, I I figured you were gonna ask that. Give me a second. I should have had this already up, but you know. Uh, Jacqueline Howard. So, ja- Hunter, you you don't happen to have a picture of Jacqueline Howard you can pull up, do you? I I do. You're gonna be disappointed though. Oh so. really? 
Yeah. Oh, man. Is it one of those black, <laughs> smarmy, white... Yes. <laughs> yes, if you if you must now. Okay. <laughs> okay, I marked that one for editing, too. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> oh, Good man. heavens. I can't wait for CNN's upcoming articles about how oxygen is racist. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like they're running out of things to go, but the narrative must continue on. And uh, this is the same thing that was uh, Jesse Smollett, right? The the uh, demand for systemic racism and racism in the United States in general outstrips supply, right? That's exactly so right. It, that's that's yeah. exactly. But but by such a wide margin, the the funny part to me is that when they kaleidoscope backwards reinfold upon themselves and become the david duke that they pretended to hate correct yeah like yeah. for there to be enough racism black people have to be so retarded that you have to be racist to make them retarded enough for there to be enough racism to have it's just if you're if you're a black person <clears throat> out there listening to this show for one thank you it's i want you to know you're all alone <laughs> Two. Two. Does it annoy you that there's people that think that you're not strong enough to handle daylight savings time? Yeah. Like it's, in, it's incredible. Instead of steering into that skid and be like, yeah, I guess the whole world really is out to get me. Why not hmm. just be that one person that says, hey, guess what? I'm better than it. I'm better than that. And hey, not everything in life is easy, but I mm. am... A, I overcome and I'm not going to go around complaining because sometimes things aren't easy holy mm. crap all right we've got to start the show Hunter yeah you, you've ruined me <laughs> that's my that's my one job uh I'm, I'm so happy that you don't get to know what the roadkill is prior to the show because uh I'm oh just, wow I, it's crazy it is. Yeah. Uh, this is. I don't know if we can have a show anymore because I'm just gonna be. <laughs> I'm trying not to think about this. Yeah. Because oh my gosh, it's just the craziest thing. Yep. 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 I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready for the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. And by thank you, I mean not so. <laughs> you, you know what I think of people that bring that kind of roadkill to the show. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that sort of person. That's what I think about you. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Disney, in theory. <laughs> we're going to talk about Disney. There's been some big moves, big shakes over at Disney. So, I think everybody will recall probably about, what, six months ago, this interview came out where an executive at Disney talked about their, quote, not-so-secret gay agenda and about the fact, and this was all coinciding around the release of the Lightyear movie, which is the Buzz um, or, or the Toy Story spinoff that included a lesbian kiss, I believe. Or at mm -hmm. least there was a lesbian kiss in a cut, and then they might have removed it because the Middle East also has money, turns out. Who knew? Um, yep. But regardless... There was that big controversy, and then an executive, I can't remember her name at the moment, but she came out and said that they had a not-so-secret gay agenda, and that it wasn't just B 
because that's what the writer wrote, that they're actively from a corporate executive level pushing homosexuality into the children's movies. And since then, there's been a bunch of talk about, is there going to be lesbians in Frozen? Is there going to be uh, this and that? There was the new movie that they just came out with. Uh, what was the name of that one, Hunter? Uh, sim- simply Strange World. Strange World. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And and Jamie, what was the name of that executive? The uh, Latoya Ravenel. Oh, okay, Latoya okay. Ravenel. So that's the direction that Disney's been heading, and they have they've had back to back flops. I mean, Lightyear was a commercial disaster. This Strange World movie is a commercial disaster, which has you know a gay kid in it. We'll get into it, but they've had back to back commercial flops, and this has resulted in a pretty massive shakeup over at Disney corporate. So. The the galvanizing issue here is that Bob Chapek is out and Bob Iger is back, baby. Old back, baby, old Bobby Iggs. And you know what? Yeah. Um, I think, I think potentially, you, you would want Bob, Bob Iger Chapek, and Bob Chapek to fuse together. Yeah. To create. I think Chank Uyghur is because huh. he's like Bob Chapek, Bob Iger, Iger, and then they they fusion ha, and then they just become the Young Turks. So wow. I'm not sure how all of that goes together, but in my head canon, they're both half of Chank Uyghur. Which, by the that way, makes have you no checked sense, in on him I'm recently? Okay is he good? Chank Uyghur's been my- going completely insane. Oh. So he's good. Like it's so it, nothing's changed. It feels like the foreign caliphate that funds the Young Turks has start has got dirt on him. He's just started going completely mad. Well, oh, you yeah. know, maybe we'll talk about that. What we should do is we should watch <clears throat> exclusively the Young Turks for a week and then just come back and and share what we find because it is that might. It's getting that funnier and me. funnier. Yeah. Well, they're probably like, hey, did you know that stamps are racist? <laughs> I mean, sure. Why not? You know, black people can't see that small. Oh They're my ti- god! Like, <laughs> it's just so dumb. I can't. I really can't do the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken you. Yeah, but but Disney has done some weird things, and it's weird because they're such a celebrated, wonderful company that honestly has made stories that affected millions of people's childhoods and childhoods for the better where artists were involved in really, really creative projects that were really looking at uh, messages that I think we all can learn and benefit from. Mm-hmm. And the terrifying thing is Disney seems to have lost sight of that. There's this view in this artist circle, you know, that the art doesn't matter. They can make what they want. They can push whatever agenda they want. They can restructure society to map onto their values and you know is that everything that's does that explain everything that's wrong and making their company as successful probably not but it seems to be a portion of it because the people who are going to go and see this uh films that they're putting out are kids you know and you think of celebrated brands like pixar who put out just fantastic movies that the whole families wanted to see now not finding a way to connect with their most popular franchises mm-hmm. um you know all that to say wakanda forever is just 
destroyed everything. Um, you know, is doing phenomenal. Uh, you know, so it's not like. But there wasn't ever any daylight savings time in Wakanda. <laughs> I bet it was always five o'clock there. It's it's not to say that you know their strategy isn't working. <laughs> five o'clock. <laughs> It's not to say their strategy isn't working in some arenas, but but it is to say that definitely, you know, what you want to take your kids to is flopping. Uh, or at least their most recent stuff has. And that bodes ill for Disney. Yeah. Right? You know, they they get their money from people with children. So. But let's give the devil, and by the devil I mean Mickey Mouse's due here. He's not yes. alone in this in this movement, this uh-huh. desire to show what is by all by all accounts especially if you go back i don't know 10 years uh hey by the way if if i had been saying this what 12 years ago barack obama would have agreed with me deviant sexual Mm -hmm. behavior to children Mm -hmm. and it certainly is strange but there was just there was a there was a story from last week about this this gay drag show child child friendly drag show in temple texas at uh the fajita king which is just let's just take a minute to appreciate that a bunch of drag queens who are all about the glitz and the glam and the glitter and the sequins and all that crap couldn't get higher billing than the fajita king during lunch that's pretty good it's pretty good I like if my band played the Fajita King, I'd be too embarrassed to tell people to go. <laughs> I mean, unless oh. the fajitas were good, I don't know. Maybe the fajitas totally do go, slap. Do you go on or before the mariachi band? That's the real question. Because <laughs> like if you're after the mariachi and band, then it's they okay. come back out. They're like gracias and start playing better music <laughs> than you play. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That would That's sting, great, sting, man. That um, would suck. Yeah. Uh, I don't see you don't see that so much anymore in Mexican restaurants. I haven't been to like a Mexican restaurant in a minute, but I'll take your word for it. Since COVID, hey, why don't we bring that back? Bring what back? Mariachi you and me bands? Are old. Yeah, we just need. Maybe we can get Jamie wheeled out there in like a little you know tray or something. Let's and, do it, uh, dude. Yeah, the Carl Pulling Mariachi Band. That let's, should be great. Let's press our own tortillas like they used to do. And let's do a mariachi band. It's just, it's just, it's a little taste of the the South. Yeah, exactly. And I don't mean no South like Mexico. I think just the way that people in the South generally interpret Mexican culture. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm very much it's for be it. Beautiful. Hopefully, we could get some authentic, authentic Mexican cooks to come and and make some of their authentic dishes for us. As long as they weren't all dead from daylight savings time, or as I like to call it, the Reaper. <laughs> Carolina Reaper. Yeah. So one thing I want to point out here, Chris, and I think it's something that you you we've discussed here in the past, is you know this sounds heartless to call something deviant, right? But why 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 is that word what is used to describe the sexual behavior, right? Yeah. Well, it's de- because deviance- it deviates. From the norm, right? And it's not a bad That's word. It. It's not. It's not it's a not bad a word. Bad. Now, are some norms good? Absolutely. Would I say that this mm-hmm. norm in particular is good and worth defending? Yes. 
Um, I don't think that there's a moral equivalency between homosexual and heterosexual relationships. Sorry. Mm. I, that doesn't mean I think that you're terrible people. That doesn't mean that I think that there's no hope for you. That doesn't mean that I think that we're enemies. It does mean that I think, based on my religion, that it's a sin. And also, based on my societal feelings, that you don't make children. And therefore, you do not have right. moral equivalency to a heterosexual couple. Sorry. Right. Them's the breaks. And, but but that doesn't mean we're enemies. Right. And so, like, if we looked at this from a societal perspective, if we looked at this from, you know, certain religious perspectives or anything like that, we would come to the same conclusions that you just outlaid or laid out, right? Is the fact that there is a benefit to heterosexual monogamy, right? And it's just, right. it's just that yes. simple. And regardless if we make room for people on the edges or not within society, um, that should be what people uh, hold in regard, right? Is probably the right way to say it. Doesn't mean that, you know, you know, necessarily everyone is going to be able to live up to that, right? You know, that that's the nature of being ideal. Sure. Even yeah. heterosexual monogamous couples don't live up to the ideal contained in marriage, right? They falter, they make mistakes. Right. They, and, and of course, just like everything else, it is a, it is a univariate analysis. You, you can mm-hmm. look at, you can say on average, I find there to be more moral value in a heterosexual couple as opposed to a homosexual couple simultaneously. Yeah. If you were saying like, hey, would you leave your child with every heterosexual couple before you left them with a homosexual couple? Certainly not. not. Right. Like, so yep. there, there is this, this sliding scale. Uh, yeah. obviously it's a univariate analysis, but on the average, there's not a moral equivalency there, period. Yeah. And I think I, I, I would, I don't think we live in a society that agrees with that idea, but I think it should be the goal for all people who want to be both rational and morally aligned that that statement is not contentious. Right. And I think, and that goal setting is not contentious at, you know, at minimum. And I, I, I think that would be good for us. What, what is strange to see is children are impressionable, right? And there is more and more a drive, and as you've kind of laid out in both Disney films and in these um, drag shows for kids, which are not kid-friendly, right, to show children the deviant sexual lifestyles of certain members of society and not only expose them to that so they could be introduced to it and see it as um, and just witness it, but to celebrate it with them and to show them as something good and worthy. And so then it does this weird thing where it confuses children about what is the right way for grown adults to unite themselves in uh sexual contracts right right, right? right. And, and this yeah this you know before we get back to disney this is kind of the point that i want to lean in on this is the major question i have and i have mm-hmm. some i have some theories I, th- I think some good theories i think i'm right i think i have the right answer but the question that i think is incumbent upon us to ask when we see this behavior in society is why is a certain side of the aisle obsessed and, and very concerned with showing sexual c- content to children. Right. What, what, what do they stand to gain? 
is it just a is it just a thorn in the eye of your opponents, those you see as your enemies, or mm. is there something else at play here? So that's kind of the lens that I want to approach this conversation from. Because yeah. I, I look, we go through this typical this typical etymology, or I should say, evolution of a phenomena with the left. We go, hey, drag queen story hour is grooming kids, and they go, mm-hmm. drag queen story hour, you're making that up. That doesn't really happen, and right. then you wait two weeks and they're like, well, yeah, actually it is happening. And by the way, it's a good thing. It's the best thing. Actually, it has Mm -hmm. to happen. And then you wait another two weeks and it's like, how dare you notice something so normal? How dare you, Mm -hmm. you mention something that's so passe. You're just engaging in the culture war. You're looking for reasons to be upset. And it's like, Mm -hmm. and, and this is, I was watching, I was watching ladder with Crowder this week I think from an episode from last week, he was talking about the the Temple uh, Fajita King drag show, which he showed some pe- was pictures he there? from. Uh, no, he was not. He actually Performing? he he was. Well, I should say she <laughs> was there. <laughs> um, under his <laughs> under his drag name, Clam Chowder Crowder. <laughs> Is that an actor? Did you write that joke right now, or is that his? Is that, that his joke? That was the top of my dome. Um, oh wow, that's fantastic! But you he should send should, that to he him. He should take that clam clam yeah Crowder. clam chowder should it just be clam Crowder? <laughs> clam Crowder is not bad too. I mean, both are so tasty. Clam both chowder are so crowder. tasty in my mouth. I love them both. But anyway, my God. All right, continue um, the show. Anyway. So no, but he actually had a, a viewer send in some pictures that he took. So uh, okay. so they shared yeah. the event shared some pictures online, and it was all pretty. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's women in fetish. I should say men in fetish gear in front of children, and mm-hmm. that. But they're like, oh, it's all PG. Then uh, somebody that actually was in attendance sent some tips to Crowder, and it had pictures of these grown men in thongs laying on the ground spreading their legs as wide as they could they're not very fit disgusting in front of these children i mean it was it was incredibly graphic necessarily sexual there's no other way to read it so but again it's all pg-13 oh no it is sexual and that's a good thing and you're a bigot for pointing it out that's the typical Mm -hmm. so you got to ask that's a lot of effort to put into defending this behavior. So the que- that's that's I come back to the question, what's your preoccupation? What do you what are you getting out of this? Why do you like why do you enjoy providing sexual content to children? You know, uh, I was just listening to the Exodus series uh episode 1 and Dennis Prager make, makes an astute point through through a couple of questionings, essentially doing something like this. Dennis Prager's pretty you know, smart for a Jew. He's well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They're all very smart. <laughs> he he makes this point that's like, do you actually know who somebody is and who you are until you've been tested? Great right? point. Yeah, it's a great. And so he goes from there to say, essentially, um, that what what does our culture do when we're tested, right? And it's to complain. 
Yeah. Right. And it's to demand that it, that it gets removed. And so it's a weak society that we find ourselves in because nobody finds their purpose or meaning in uh, testing themselves. Like when they are tested, they crumble, right? When something difficult happens, they move away from it. And one of the things I think that you see when you look at these teachers who are like so excited that their children, that the children in their class are like accepting their sexuality or these crazy men who wear fetish gear and want to dance in front of children to show them, you know, essentially exaggerated sexual body parts and poses look like to small children. Yeah. It's to, it's to say, look, I'm so accepted and I'm so accepted. Children accept me for who I am. Right. And it's like, it's like, the innocent, the most innocent and pure of us, right, children, because that's the naive view of chi- of childhood. Right. Well, it's the sign I, off it's the on, Edenic child, which we pretend yeah. like still exists, but I would argue does yeah. not. Yeah. And so they sign off on my existence. Well, if you want to be innocent and loving like a child, you should do the same. Right. And if you don't, you're you're evil. You're vile. And Here, here's the truth: children are evil, and children are vile, and right. we should protect them. But you don't, there's not, the Edenic child does ignorant. not exist. Right. There, right. there is not an idyllic, untainted child. And by the way, if there right. was, they wouldn't be at a drag show, you moron. But there, right. that, that concept that what a child does is pure because they have not yet been tainted by the world is demonstrably mm-hmm. untrue. Children mm-hmm. are born in iniquity. They, they mm-hmm. are liars and cheats and self-centered and all of those things from the moment they're born. We're, I was just talking to, to um, a dental hygienist earlier today. We're talking about <laughs> all, all the babies that, that my friends and her friends are having. She just had her second, and I was telling her we, we might have a, a baby in our Sunday school class today. It might have already happened for all I know. But oh wow! But regardless, we were talking about children, and she was mentioning how one her her two year old can just be the devil incarnate, and I I'm like, who taught him to be the devil incarnate? Nobody, right? There's yep, the, he just knew it. Yeah, and it's actually society and the family that comes along and socializes the child so that they learn to check their their typical behavior. They learn to check their instincts and become the type of person that can function in society. There's this beautiful notion that we're perfect. And then the imperfections in the world reflect onto us and we become maimed and scarred and marred because of no fault of our own, but a fault in our stars. And that simply is not the case. It simply is not the case. We are imperfect and we, we have to strive and toil to become the person that we ought to be. And, but if you start from this premise that there's the Edenic idyllic child, then mm-hmm. when you take a child to a drag show and say, look, see this taint, that's normal. Uh, and the kid goes, ah, aha. Well, mom's here. Dad's here. They're cheering. They're yeah. clapping. I should accept this just like they are. Because by the way, kids will do literally whatever their parents do and will accept yeah. literally whatever their parents accept, no matter what it is. It's why people yeah. can trick children into performing, uh, unfortunately, 
horrifying sexual acts that no one would disagree or in, with. into cars yeah in, into it, cars to, that they yeah, don't and, know and, you know? hey don't tell your mom okay well that's what an adult yeah. is telling so okay you understand what I'm saying? It's not. It's yeah. not a verification of the acceptability of your decision making and your lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. it's pressuring a blank slate into. Well, it's an impression that you make upon it and a scar that you leave on it. So, yeah. and, and by the that, way, everything so that you do to a child, you are they are unmolded clay. You leave impressions. Mm-hmm on them and those oppressions will dry they will stick and it's like incumbent upon you to make sure that the thing that you're molding a child into even if you're spending time with them briefly is something that you want to you you'd like to be responsible for creating uh and and by the way your standard in that isn't the most important one so yeah regardless that's a great point and and it's one of the things too is like why do you forgive a child for being so evil and 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 nonsensical and all that they're ignorant right and so and so what you want to that that acknowledgement is you want to teach the child in such a way that it can be a good loving member of society that produces something of value for that society and itself and it's something that it freely chooses to participate within right when you lie to a child ostensibly like when you don't show it reality as it can be or you put your own biases and impressions and all that on top of them without telling them the whole picture just telling them a part of the picture you give them one view of sexuality not the ideal right you're 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 stunting their growth and that's yes. what you mean by the yes. impressions right is you're you're essentially telling them this is where you need to go um is there oh, another and, thing you want to say on the go, go, go? And go. also just telling them that this is what you you should accept. Uh, yeah. You know, they don't they don't understand that there might be things outside of the the norm. And, right. And and that's that. Well, well, let's let's put a pin in that because we'll talk more about it later. Where where were you headed? Because I I've got some more things to say about Disney. I I wanted to say that I think the other the, so that's reason number one. Like why do why do people want um kids. Right to be at these things. Oh, to like, to wh- wh- help wh- to to improve how they feel. Yeah, yeah, one one is to improve how they feel. The second one is, and I think this, I wouldn't say this if I haven't just seen the past ten years, right, and how crazy new norms have become. But I think there, I think ever since the '60s and since um, Obergefell, right, we just seem to be getting more and more crazy with what we see as sexual liberation, sure. right. And and I think one of the reasons that you hear the not the language of well one of the things that frightens me I'm not sure it's necessarily connected, but one of the things that you hear around the language around children that are wanting to transition their uh, transition sex change their sex right is that they can consent to that. Well, if a child can consent to changing their biology at twelve. How in the world can they not consent to sex? Right. Like, what? give me the argument for that. If they can mutilate their genitalia, how in the world can they not consent to having sex with a 50-year-old man? Right? Like, if they can make that 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 fundamental of a choice, and I don't uh, look, know... Let's just, let's just put it... Let's put it incredibly clearly. Why can mm-hmm. a child consent to being touched by a 50-year-old man and their genitals with a scalpel... Yes. For reasons of sexual fulfillment, not I'm not saying 
I'm not right. saying instantaneous no, gratification. Not, it, understand that this yeah. is this isn't a necessary. So so let's let, let me be very careful about how I say this because people are going yeah. are going to try and poke holes in this logic, and there's actually no holes in this logic. Yes. Okay. You have a child. Okay. Should you allow a 50 year old man to touch the genitals of that child? No. Absolutely not. Right. That's incredibly clear. What if they have cancer? <laughs> what if, what if they have right. a life-threatening illness that yep. is going to require a surgeon to touch them in a, in a, a typically erogenous zone for the purposes of preserving their health? Mm-hmm. Great. Yes, that's acceptable. Just just and by the way, you can apply. It doesn't have to be a child. You can apply the standard all across the board. It would be inappropriate for a coworker to look at my wife in yeah. in those areas. It would not be inappropriate for an OBGYN to do the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. in the pursuit of of maintaining someone's health, we allow we allow things that are otherwise impermissible. Transgressive. Yes. Yep. Okay. So so that's the hole that people try and poke in this with their brain. It's it doesn't work. It, it it's it's ineffectual. The reason people go through transgender surgeries, no matter what you say, the literature says that they're not to preserve people's lives because they kill themselves in numbers just as high, if not slightly higher, post-op. Yeah. So it's not yeah. to preserve their health in any meaningful way. And you can add on to that all of the complications that can occur when you go through that surgery. You have mm. people whose whose fake genitalia become septic, and they have to go through very painful cleansing mm. and scraping of them weekly so that the lesions that form on their septic repurposed genitals don't kill them by a bacterial infection okay this is not right. to preserve someone's health and right. then you ask what is it for well it's for so you say it's for to preserve it's for preserving the the Ident- the sexual identity of the child. So to gratify their perceived sexual identity. Understand where I'm going with this. So mm-hmm. then you ask yourself this question. Okay. If this doesn't preserve the child's life, I wouldn't allow a 50-year-old man to touch the genitals of my child unless they were performing a medical duty to make sure that they, in a lot of cases, could in- continue their health, improve their health, etc. But I'm actually going to allow this doctor to do something that will degrade their health, their physical health. And uh, and on top of that, he's going to do something that would generally be transgressive. So then I come back to the original question. Why is it okay if they're holding a scalpel? You wouldn't let them anywhere near that area uh, if they weren't. Do you, do you understand my point? It, it's I do understand your it's point. Incre- it's, it's a complete recidification of our value system it's incredibly peculiar and you can actually do this a little bit more simply too is oh i'm sure of that (laughs) if you believe a child can um can consent to change their sex right and that they can do so without their parents approval Right. How in the world can they not consent to have sex with a fifty-year-old? That, so there's there's the rub, right? It's like right. It's like if the child the is child actually the person ag- who's making this decision, right? What, what, what's to stop them from doing? And now 
Because what you're effectively doing, and that's why I made the argument I made, because what you're effectively doing is that my child gets to decide if Mm. this 50-year-old with a scalpel touches their genitals. That's not a decision my child gets to make. And and by the way, that's not a decision any child can make. And and we all agree when somebody wants to do something now for their own sexual gratification right now we all agree when someone wants to do something for their own sexual gratification but we disagree when we say we disagree on what counts as consent and who can consent when it's the perceived sexual gratification of the child in the future so now Mm. you've got you've tied yourself into a really bizarre corner because here's what you're doing you're saying should we base rape essentially uh, and consent on the victim or on the abuser because the 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 limit you're setting up is well as long as the abuser isn't getting off on it then it's totally fine that's a completely bogus do, do you understand do you understand the logic there it's like i do understand it yeah it's uh, just because just because the person who is violating that area isn't personally enjoying it that's okay with you now and by the way a kid can mm-hmm. consent to that now mm. are you crazy yeah that, that's no, a, that's I a mean, bizarre it, train of logic how did we get there yeah, well, we got there by saying this was okay, and that led us to say this was also okay, and that led us to say this was also okay, and that allowed because without a logic, without a reason or a logic that makes sense, right? Or one that it, it's better to say this: a logic that comes from a post-modernist uh, argument, right, does not stand up, does not limit itself. Right? It continues to be taken to the next step by other postmodernist arguments. Right, It doesn't create a limiting principle that it actually owns. Right, right. It, well, because there's it, no principle. It utilizes, it utilizes a pre-existing limiting principle that it is useful to making its argument, wins that territory, and then somebody else who has another postmodernist argument with a different limiting principle that doesn't match the, fir- the first is able to go and win the next battlefield that they find useful. And what's very, very dangerous is people can be possessed by postmodernist arguments themselves, right? Or really what's happening to us is Oedipal mother complexes that uses postmodernist ar- arguments to move the definition of acceptable behavior, right? Right. And that, that seems to be where we find ourselves more ne- more than anywhere place, or more than anywhere, which means it doesn't necessarily have to be the people that are pushing for children to have gender reassignment surgery want for pedophiles pedophiles to engage in sexual acts with children for it to create that ground being covered for the next wave of people come the next people the next wave of postmodernist people coming in right Right, they can be disconnected so i don't necessarily want to because we've seen people actually do that you know and called uh maps minor attracted persons right like there's this new term to refer to these people or as i like to call them wood chipper tests which you protest right and so like these people will take the ground that has been gained by these postmodern arguments and then come in with their own postmodernist argument on top of it to get the to get the rights the deviancy that they believe is good for their livelihood right and so i don't necessarily like to say there's a cabal or there's anything going on but it's like when you continue to whittle away when you do not allow truth to be your guide right when you continue to say that uh 
what is good for me is good for me and what is good for you is good for you. And as long as we don't really hurt each other, who cares, right? As long as that continues to be the way we run and govern society, we will continue to fall into this trap. Right. Right. Um, so that's enough on that. And, and so I think, I think you're doing something wise here and you're breaking out the different, let's say hierarchies of obsession here. Not not yeah. hierarchies of obsession, but hierarchies for the cause for the obsession. Because the left, as a monolith, is obsessed with this, uh, yeah. and, and he, it's this. And this is a point that Crowder was making. Uh, if I had told you fifteen years ago that Nancy Pelosi was going to be on RuPaul's Drag Race, talking about how brave drag queens are, which, by the way, used to be a joke in the homosexual community, like it was a it was a funny transgressive bit like right look how right. much of look how you know much of queens we are you know right it, uh, and it, it was you know monty python sketch done for comedy yeah if if i would have told you 15 years ago that nancy Pelosi would be on the tv telling you how brave they were and how important they were and their art was so meaningful and then you would have an entire political movement defending the fact that those people should be it should be available to and enjoyed by our children that they should be mm. reading our children stories at the library that they should be dancing for our children you would have thought i was incredible hey by the way if i had told a gay person 20 years ago or 15 mm. years ago that there was going to be an entire political party fighting for the the rights for these drag queens to be in front of children. They would have told me that I was I was a, a pedophile. Ninety five percent of gay people would have. They would have said that's crazy, and you better keep that stuff in the gay bars and in the middle of the night and not put it in front of children because we don't because we just want some rights. We just want to be able to get married or or whatever you want or the cool gay people, they didn't care. Sure. Um but but they just wanted to live their life and they didn't need the heat of mm-hmm. being accused of being pedophilic and trying to 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 engage in this slippery slope. But yeah. The slippery slope is only a fallacy in so much as that one event does not necessarily guarantee the next. However, hmm. it doesn't all uh, preclude it either. And if you look back over your left shoulder, you'll see a Bergefeld and the slippery slope between you and there. I mean, this hmm. this is crazy what's happened now. So you, uh, you're doing a smart thing. You're dividing this into tranches. So there are some people who, and this is like the school teacher on TikTok phenomena, right? Like yeah. they're, yeah, they yeah, desperately yeah. need to be accepted the because they, it's clear that they are miserable with themselves Mm -hmm. and so they think Mm -hmm. that by convincing an impressionable youth that what they're doing shouldn't be miserable that they'll somehow be less miserable and that's just not the case they're either miserable or they are so possessed with virtue signaling this ideology that they they see the need to save the next generation with the message Right, right. It's a it's it's a messianic complex. Well, that they, well that's they just delayed misery, through. as far as I'm concerned. I mean that, that's that fair. you're that's you fair. are kicking and, and you know it. You're kicking your yeah. can of misery down the road, if mm-hmm. you are intoxicating yourselves with this belief system that you know is hollow. That you know, and it's not hollow because homosexuality is hollow. Not that it isn't, but it's hollow because basing your identity around sexuality in general is a hollow thing to do. You're yeah. not aiming yeah. for the stars. Vain. 
Yeah. yeah. It's completely vain. It's self-centered. Yeah. And you you aren't engaging with a beautiful liturgy of human events and human consciousness and human thought that transcends you and goes mm-hmm. before you and behind you and beyond you and allows our our febrile minds to touch the face of the infinite like the greatest the greatest religious thinkers do instead you're you're saying that identity should should mostly be contained in what style whole i like to to enjoy it's just it's it's Mm -hmm. perverse and it's unfulfilling so you know that it's hollow so that that is a hollow way to approach living life straight or homosexual i think that you know serial philanderers who are straight are also not fulfilling their lives okay sexuality shouldn't be an identity Mm. it's not deep enough it's not rich enough there are Mm. it's wonderful it's a beautiful gift and used properly it's one of the things that helps you chemically build one of these little platoons that can go out and and be a contributing member of society it's a wonderful thing don't get me wrong it it is not the most important thing to me and on my deathbed i hope no one's talking about my sexuality i hope they're talking about the times that i lived my life in such a way that i i momentarily ascended that i i i stopped being chris and started being a piece of this of of the cosmic stream that uh, this chain this spirit that goes from past to future that points to something larger than all of us that i got to join in that course that's that's what i yeah. hope people are talking about. so so it's just a, it's people it, are going to be absolutely high at your funeral <laughs> they're going to have to be right okay so so there's that there's the layer of people that that need the acceptance or are completely enthralled with this being a worthwhile thing to dedicate their life to then then you're bringing up this other group that is is on the the break of this wave that that are effectively being progressive as their raison d'etre right they're they're mm-hmm. going forward they're building out these claims and they're motivated by this this spirit of of transgressivism that has mm-hmm. been radically increasing since the birds fell but that's not disney yeah and that's not nancy pelosi that's not our federal government i do not seed the ground that they are simply rubes possessed mm. by an ideology that is a, a you know about as deep as four yeah. dimes stacked on top of each other yeah. i don't buy it they're much more psychopathic about it. It, it, it they're psycho yeah exactly and by the way you look at the c-suite and you look at you look at mm-hmm. uh politics and psychopaths abound and also, you look at what what is trending right now online, and our short term gain virality system rewards the psychopath and rewards the narcissist as well. So, thank you, TikTok. Yeah. So, so what is going on there? Well, I think 
I have an answer for you. Because you've got to ask yourself. We're Can bo- I ask the question? Yeah. What's going on there? No. You have to ask no, like, yourself that. And that, then you did. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, Bob Chabek's out. Bob Iger's back in. They're, they're going down the drain at Disney. Certainly this isn't helping. Right, this is mm. their not so secret gay agenda. Didn't put more butts in seats. This isn't yeah. what middle middle America is clamoring for. This isn't playing in Peoria. Let's say mm. so. What's going on here? Well, when you talk about oh, what's that? Who's that breakdown? The division of needs, Hunter. I'm going to look it up real quick. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes. Okay. So you you're looking at that division, and you've got your yep. base level needs, which is like. Oxygen, water, <laughs> calories, some amount of heat, right? You're, you're metabolizing needs, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sugar, enough glucose to get the brain cooking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, then you go up to the next level. Still pretty simple, but things like not having to reset the clock on the microwave provided you're black. <laughs> right? And then you go up to even even a little bit more fundamental things like shelter and yeah. security and some some quiet pretty quickly right there right at, right above that level in that hierarchy you get to sex and wh- and why not because sex is very important to us sure we are yep. our bodies are machines that turn calories into offspring from an evolutionary standpoint, that is what we are meant to do. That's what we are built to do. And mm. we have a ton of biological and chemical markers that necessitate us to reproduce. And if you don't believe me, uh, stop <laughs> taking puberty blockers and be a boy, a <laughs> 14-year-old boy, okay? Um, we, we, oh, there's, there's, it, our bodies are machines that are meant to reproduce. And... It's it's incredibly clear. Now, what's interesting is that we're a social species. There are asexual sponges, okay? And then mm-hmm. there are fish. Let's say there's male and female dichotomy in fish, but they'll eat their own young in an instant and not think of it twice. And, and the sexual act actually requires no interaction between the male and the female. The female right. can do her portion and leave and go to Tahiti, and then the male comes and does his portion, right? And so yeah. there's that. We are a creature that that requires, uh, until yeah. very recently, conjugal insemination. And mm-hmm. we we don't let your kids listen, okay, to this episode. Would we use words like conjugal insemination? And we're a social creature, so so it's almost impossible not to have a relationship with that thing that you're conjugally inseminating or conjugally conjugally being inseminated by. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. so that is the reality of our species. So there is a little bit of your identity that's wrapped up in that portion of your biology. It's not, it's not like deciding what you're going to have for lunch, but, but let's not be, Mm -hmm. let's not put any, any, bones around it there it's important to decide what you're eating for lunch too in fact that's one of the ways that kids start to develop an identity uh, i don't like that i do like this that yeah, that's yeah, a, that no, becomes a little no, piece of no. who you are right and and, mm-hmm. and it's this it's your hierarchy of needs yeah rises up with you and you you say well 
this is this is how I address those needs. Okay, this is how I address the higher needs. But then when you go all the way up the list of, of needs, it's it's religious fulfillment. It's it's mm-hmm. rapture. It's revelation. We need meaning. We need purpose. Right. That's the mm-hmm. highest mm-hmm. The level. It's the highest ascent that you can make on. So so people as they grow older start basing their identity like I'm I'm the guy that doesn't like broccoli to I'm the guy that that can really get the girls or I'm the guy that's too that's shy but cute right and then you go to you go to I'm the guy that wants to peek behind the corners of the universe and look at the infinite right that that's that's a mature that's how you your identity matures as you age, as you as you move up the hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. However, it's train and a chain. And if you break links in the chain, you can stunt your growth. Yes, that yeah, that would be uh, a Freudian idea. Ex- exactly, because mm-hmm. you can't until until your shelter is situated you're not going to find a whole lot of time to read mm-hmm. right there, there's this basic reality that that impinges on your ability yeah. to mature there and so yep. if you've got all these angsty hormones and you can't figure out anyone to put them in then you're going if to you, have a hard time ascending up that hierarchy if you never learn to put eros in its proper place yes. you're a slave to eros a- exactly exactly like there's no other way to see it and and so the proof the proof is in the pudding these deviant types of sexuality well they they are necessarily less fulfilling and i'll just let's just use the the root cases because they don't they don't result in procreation Right. And, and yeah. they don't even attempt procreation, let's say. And, and the attempt for procreation is this idea that you are going to join, that, you, that you've matured to the point and you've become willing to, you know, done properly, that with another person you're going to send a little missive into the future that might last forever. Right. And, and that your values are going to carry on in that way for all eternity as far as you know Hmm. and so it's a it's a beautiful idea it's way higher up on the list than i can get a girl to nail me right i can have genital pleasure exactly exactly yeah so and and to be like really blunt about it is a sensation that will only occur in your brain yeah right and only occur in your body and then it's like but, but procreation is essentially the decision to take parts of you and allow them to go forward. You you right? literally so get to imprint part of your value structure on the on the physical encoding of the universe. Yep, yep, exactly. And so it's like it, it's like when you talk about it, it, like sometimes when we talk about it, because we don't make those points, it sounds ridiculous to say that it's better to have kids than it is to just have a lot of sex. Right. Right. Because it's my life. I can do whatever I want. I'm only responsible for me, 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 me. It's like, okay, well, if it's just you, what's better, you know, a moment or some form of reaching into the future as far as it extends in this world. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. And so then let's return to the issue at hand. What's the not so secret gay agenda? 
Why are we so obsessed with impressing impressionable youths with these ideas that necessarily open them up to the possibility they they normalize the reality they bring within inside the Overton window the idea that forming a little platoon and sending sending that little package of your genetics and your values into the future to make the world a better place in years long after you're gone is the most beautiful human thing that you can do let's say What do they stand to gain? Well, let's talk about it from the government's perspective. If you are, are engaged in a transgressive sexuality, there's only one party for you. And it's in the name, right? Like, conserving the things that were does not include homosexuality. Sorry, but it doesn't. And that doesn't mean that there's not great homosexuals in the conservative movement. I'm happy to have them, and they're, you're not my enemy, right? But but the idea of conservatism that yearns backwards for a past that that does not currently exist is not is not inclusive of of homosexuality. You have to be progressive. And by the way, the arc of the LGBTQIAARP plus two eleven seven arc is to progress like a like a really crappy cancer you get worse and worse as you go but but it it's never enough there's never enough genders there's never enough sexualities now we've got proto demi half sexual gray sexual and wolfkin and all you know you've got a billion different things it's 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 progressive the the part of the allure is that the wheels are spinning and that's your party and by the way you look at the data gay people typically don't vote conservative there you go so while a child is impressionable if you can open their mind to the idea and by the way as an adult praise the idea clap for the for the drag queen doing the splits go on rupaul's drag race and say drag race and say hey by the way your your art is transcendent your art is going to save this country you let an impressionable little child see that tell me that you're not making a democratic voter for life hmm. so when you ask why is an entire political party obsessed with this well if you can stunt somebody's emotional growth and make not just not just you know this the, this thing that they like or don't like but convince them that sexuality is their entire identity. And oh, by the way, your identity is deviant. And the only people who are going to take care of you is our side. You've enshrined your own power. Mm. And then from, from, from Disney's point of view, from Disney's point of view, they're constantly begging to be regulated. Disney, they... They support a bunch of candidates. They fund a bunch of candidates. They want to close the door behind them. They want to make it harder and harder and harder and harder to compete with them mm -hmm. with increasing, increasing, increasing regulations. So, so they'll do stuff that only they can afford to destroy their competition. It's, mm -hmm. the it's the same thing. Even more than that, powerful people crave dependence of their subordinates and this is really this is where the rubber meets the road because 
you don't have to you don't have to formally think the ideas that I just put forward to actually be not just engaged with them but be purveying them personally. You don't have to put it all together. Although I think some of them does. I think Nancy knows exactly what she's doing when she goes on the television and says that kind of thing. I think AOC knows exactly what she's doing when she gets on her TikTok or whatever social media Instagram and talks about how the it's actually the right that's obsessed with drag shows, etc. Mm. Something we learned from the 2022 election. There's basically one demographic that votes for Democrats more than Republicans. Single women. Why? Well, women earn less. And no, not because society is hegemonic and patriarchal. Because you work less. It's that simple. You, on average, you don't have the drive. You don't put in the hours. You don't care. As much as men. Sorry. That's the facts. There are women that are exceptions to that rule. And I have a lot of respect for them. Just like I have respect for hardworking men. Just like I have respect for anyone that works hard. Also, women get pregnant sometimes. Leave the workforce. All right. So, on the other hand, single men, married women, married men, they all have a support structure. Either in themselves or in their family. They formed one of these little platoons. But when... So, so like, for me, personally, that paid my way through school and worked my butt off. I remember a time when I was working, like, five different jobs simultaneously and selling blood to pay through... So I didn't have to take out a student loan. I literally get up in the morning, take experimental drugs, and sell sometimes seven, eight, nine, ten vials of my own blood for uh, for $200 Kroger gift card every week. And then I would drink a juice box because I had to go check into manual labor jobs <laughs> with only, you know, three quarters of the blood that I was supposed to have. And we would work, it's not a joke, we would work 30-hour shifts. I mean, I worked my tail off to get through school without taking on any debt. I could have taken on debt, but without doing without taking on debt and doing what I wanted to do, I worked my butt off. Okay. I say that to say, when you come, when the government comes around and says, hey, we're going to pay your student loans back, I go, not for me. I don't need it. I don't need a handout. Right? Mm-hmm. Single women, on average, say, hey, I need it. Hey, you've been telling me that I don't need a man? You've been telling me that I can get just as much sexual pleasure from a woman or a robot that I can from a dude. You've been telling me that that men are patriarchal and evil and and unnecessary. You've been telling me girl power. You've been telling me sexual liberation. You were telling me that the way to my happiness was actually to sleep around and thus devalue my my worth when I'm talking about marriage potential for any given man. You've been telling me that I could have all the sex that I wanted to have, by the way, and then I don't have to have the kid. And you've actually been fighting to make it easier and more permissible and more legal for me to erase the consequences of my behavior and my biology so that I can simply abort a child that I might find myself pregnant with. And you've been telling me that this is a good thing so that I could work more, right? And so we we have fostered 
through a plurality of means, this government dependence. And when people are dependent on the government, they are they are more likely to be liberal. Period. Because liberals like bigger government, conservatives like smaller government. So if you are dependent on the government, you want government to be a big purse. It's it's not that complicated. And so you see all these assaults on the family. You see abort your children. Don't marry the man. Engage in a sexuality that won't result in one of these little platoons. Or chop off your genitals at a young age while you're impressionable. Become a widget for the government. Slice yourself off from from a family. Because if if your family isn't your support structure, the government will be. That's why I think there is this obsession. I think that those who have a vested interest in the progressive movement achieving political power, including big corporations and politicians, see preying on children and assaulting the family as a means to foster the government dependence that they need to enshrine eternally their power. Chuck Schumer said it the other day. We need to we need to yeah. bring every every illegal in, give them citizenship, and thereby make them eternally government dependent uh, Democratic voters, because they see them them losing the Latino vote. And and that's really what I think this all boils down to. So then you see a movie like Strange World, where Disney wants to pitch a dad being okay with the fact that his son is is gay. And teasing his son about being gay. And nobody goes and sees it. Why? Maybe because the family is tired of being told what they should be valuing. Maybe because these little platoons don't need you to tell them what morals they ought to have. Mm. And if you're if you're Bob Chapek, good riddance, but if you're Bob Iger... No, you probably can't lay all of this at the feet of your woke identity politics, but a portion of it you can. And you could certainly lay some of this at the feet of the fact that your priorities have not been bolstering the family, which, by the way, are your customers, but instead attacking them. Hey, your, your family, who, pro, who, by the way, very, very, very likely isn't homosexual because you exist child we're gonna we're gonna say if you want to go to the movies this weekend you're gonna have to see a homosexual kid that's gonna have to be pulled inside your overton window and if your parents don't do it they're a bigot and then you've got these groups that say hey if you're if you're lgbtqia plus and you're you're not being treated well in the home so first we're gonna we're gonna give you the propaganda say this is inside the overton window Oh, and then if later you engage in it and your family doesn't react well or they don't validate you enough, we'll help you run away. There's literally on on the internet the other day this group that was helping children escape home if their home wasn't sufficiently sufficiently uh gratifying to their their LGBTQness. If their family wasn't wasn't supportive enough, they were helping them run away into the arms of a protective homosexual group. It's like, 
it's it's an open assault on the family. And there's some people who are doing it, like you said, for reasons that are perfectly in line with with idiotic but r- reasonable human emotion. And then there are powerful people like Disney and like our politicians who want you to be a ignorant, dependent little widget. And they know that by attacking your sexuality, they can interrupt your maturity and destroy the potential that you'll join a family. And the family is the bulwark against the government. Man, Chris, those are such good points. I mean, the simple truth is, you know, they're they're coming for your wives, they're coming for your kids, and <laughs> it's up to you to defend them. <laughs> and you could do that by having them listen to Carl Pulling and arming them with the best philosophy and reason. But to be frank, it's only gonna get that's you no so fun. far. Right. And eventually you're either just gonna want to or you're just really going to want to more than that want. You're just going to really want it. You're going to have to result to punching. And that's why you need to go to fnxfit.com. Because philosophy only hurts so much. But punches can knock teeth out. Punches hurt forever. So, punches hurt forever. <laughs> Changed my mind. So That's so true. Um, FN, yeah. So, uh, fnxfit.com. Buy some gummy bears that taste like apple cider. It's good for your gut. I don't understand how any of that stuff works. You're gonna love. You're um, gonna love it though. Use checkout code love- Carl Pulling for fifteen percent off. And look, if you've been freeloading on this show, <laughs> right this it. week you have to go and purchase something from FNX Fit with our checkout code, and you have to write yeah. us a review on one of the sites. Okay, they're actually having a Cyber Monday deal where you can get twenty percent off. So. You could just do that and not put the code in. That way you save more. No, you have to look. (laughs) It's going to cost you a little bit extra, but baby, I'm worth it. That's right. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Well, thank you guys for joining us. I'm at Chris X Carl. He's at Emotional Carl Shows at Carl Pooling. You can find us on the internet. It's at carlpooling.com. Email us at carlpooling at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I hope that... You, too, defend you and your family from the woke agenda and make a family. Uh, invest in your family. It is, it is the vehicle that meaning is carried out through. And if you find yourself so mentally retarded and smarmy that you write an article for yes. CNN that says yes. that black people can't do daylight savings time because they're too stupid to move their sundial around, you racist, smarmy b- Get off and get tested.